smartcast you're listening to a hindustan times production brought to you by hd smartcast welcome to season 2 of our podcast kicks for free in which we discuss all things football i am dhiman and with me is my co-host vivek messi Tulsidas Balaram died on Thursday afternoon following prolonged illness. He was 85 and a bachelor. He was the last among the famous trio of India forwards that also had Juni Goswami and PK Banerjee Banerjee and Goswami passed away in March and April of 2020 within 41 days of each other fiercely protective of his privacy Balaram was reluctantly thrust into the limelight then this special episode of kicks for free is an effort to celebrate the forward who had legendary status among followers of the game in India and Asia. Instead of the usual format of me and my co-host Vivek Krishnan talking, I will be this time talking to one person who knew him and knew of him. He is Mr. Jaydeep Basu, who is one of the most senior sports journalists in India and who has written two books, written one book and edited another on football in India. Uh, Jaydeep, if I've got the introduction right, let's yeah. straight away dive into this. When did you last speak to Balaram or meet him? I mean, meeting him, I know, is going to be difficult given COVID and given the fact that you live in Delhi and he wasn't traveling much. But when was it last that you spoke to him? Do you remember that? Yes, yes. I think I spoke to him in 2020. Uh, okay. When did the COVID came? 2020. Yeah, 2020, March. 20, March. March. Yes, yes, March. yes. Yeah. I think I spoke to him a few months after that. I had how a chance. La- oh, that time he was uh, quite a bit, rather, okay. I would say. Okay. Yeah, he, was, uh, he was very good at that point of time. This was yeah. after yeah. both Pradeep Banerjee and Chuni Goswami had died? Yeah, definitely. After that. Right. I spoke to right. him after that. Uh, he, was, he was sad. but mm-hmm. he himself was quite a bit he was he was alert mm. okay when he spoke his mind he knew what he was talking so i find him quite a, even if he was at by that time he was 80 82 right mm, but talking over the phone there was no sign of it in his voice he had a mobile number but was he comfortable or that or would he prefer using a landline which people of his generation often would did you speak to him on your mobile I, on his mobile phone Yes, I spoke to him on his mobile. But yeah. I had to send a message through someone else to tell him that I will call at that point of time. He said, yeah, yeah, ask him to call. I will be near the mobile. Right. So I had a chance to meet him in mm-hmm. 2022 September. Okay. But it didn't happen for some reason or the other. Okay, okay. I had a chance to meet him. Even that time, he was uh, all right. He was, he was absolutely fine. Like any other... old man he was absolutely fine he had problems health problems right. issues right but uh, but he carried his things uh, quite normally right right so hmm. do you remember him coming to delhi when was it last that he 
travel to Delhi. I ask this because you have been connected with the sport for so long. And, and you know, Delhi being where the All India Football Federation is headquartered. Uh, do you remember him in Delhi? Was it when the AIFF felicitated the remaining members of the uh, 1962 Asian Games gold medal winning team? Did he travel to Delhi then? Yeah, he was in Delhi at that time. Certainly he was in Delhi. Before right. that, I think a, a year before that, our former referee from Olympian, who has of course passed away, Mr. Hakim. So, squad leader Hakim, right. he organized a tournament in mm-hmm. memory of his father, his legendary father, right. Rahim, Rahim right. Sahib. It was held at the university, near Shahin Bagba University. Okay. There it was held. Okay. Uh, so, Nazib Jang, who later became the lieutenant governor of Delhi, mm-hmm. he was at that point of time was the organizing president of that, of that uh, tournament. Okay, and I remember I I was also uh, involved in that tournament because of Hakim Sab. Mm-hmm. So that time he came to Delhi. So I met him at that time also. Okay, okay. That was two thousand ten, I think, if I'm not wrong. It was right, 2010. right, right. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So uh, mm-hmm. there was always this thing about Balaram being very fiercely protective of his privacy. I mean, uh, while Goswami and Banerjee. They are all of the same generation. They played pretty much together, although Balaram's career was cut short due to illness. But they were there in the public conscience till the last days of their lives. Balaram definitely was not. Now, for a player who was that gifted, for a player who was that respected by people of that generation, why do you think that happened? Uh, I think he had more than one grievances. Okay. Uh, should we get into it? I don't think. Uh, we, we, he had several grievances against the Federation, against the club. Okay. Club means, I mean to say, East Bengal East Club. Bengal. Really, East Bengal. Okay. East Bengal Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and maybe some of his fellow players also. He had too okay. many. Too, he had com- complaints against them. He has complaints against the government, against the Federation for different reasons. So okay. I think he slowly became a secluded man. He never socialized as the way Chunida or Pradeep that did. Did, okay. But I think, see, he was a national selector. He was yes. one of the talent spotters. He was the coach of the Calcutta Mayors team for a long time. Yes, remember. yes. He yes. was taking them to Sweden. Everything was... Right, uh, right. He was quite active. Even after his, his retirement, he was quite active. In the last 10, 15 years, he became very... Maybe I would say rather, maybe after the last 20 years. One of the reasons was he had too many grievances. He thought the media never backed him when it was needed. Okay. When there, there was a certain government award he was to be given, which right. was to be conferred. He was overlooked for the Padma Shri and stuff. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, he was, he, it was taken away from him. And mm-hmm. he thought it was a genuine cause. And there are some people from his own footballing circle who stabbed him on the back. That's what he always, okay. always alleged. And okay. media never also backed him. So he shunted away the media. That is one of mm-hmm. the reasons. And another reason, I think he used to live in a, a Mafasil town. Right. Uttarpara is, of course, very near to Calcutta, but right. Uttarpara is not Calcutta. Right, right. Uh, right. 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 Across so, the river, so, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, both Chunida and Pradipda lived in Calcutta and in very in right. posh areas they used to live. So it was easy to go to him. And that could be one of the reasons, I think. I remember last year when he was uh, not, when he was all right, I mean, like you said, you know, person of a certain age having certain ailments, but he was all right. Otherwise, I remember he was supposed to be presented at a book launch in Kolkata, but he did not turn up. Mm-hmm. 
because he said i don't want to go close to a place that is the east bengal club now from what i have seen as a journalist east bengal would regularly recommend his name through the aiff ask him for for the uh, padma shri award and stuff so i don't really know what his grievance with east bengal was a club that he played for with such distinction uh, a short time but mm. a period with such distinction so I don't know what his grievance against East Bengal was, or was it just like about East Bengal or the Maidan or everybody connected to football? I don't know that. See, his grievance for the East Bengal club, I think, was about some some benefit matches. Uh, there was some problem in some benefit matches. So, as I say, let's not get into that because right. a lot of names will be dragged in who are not around. He had huge grievance against AIFF. Because mm. his Padma Shri Award in 92 and 93, I don't remember the year. Mm-hmm. It was last minute, it was cancelled. And right. he, he uh, till, the, till the last day, he believed that AFF played, had a hand behind it. Okay. So, okay. Till, okay. The, till his last day, he believed it. With the, with the advancing age, you also become a bit stubborn. Right. Mm. But he still yeah, but he still yeah. showed the grace to come for the AFF program when they celebrated the Golden Jubilee of 1962 games. Uh, he could have shunned that too, but he did not, right? He came to Delhi for that function, didn't he? Yeah, he came to Delhi for that function. He came because everybody was going, perhaps that right. was the reason. Okay, okay. Even in 1960 Olympics team, which was felicitated by the government in, I think, 2007, in a function at the Indian International Center, I remember, I was present there. A lot of former former players were there. Mr. Narayanan was there. 56 right, Babu Narayanan. Okay, yes, yes. Babu Narayanan, yes. yes, he was there. A lot of former players were there. But uh, Mr. Balaram was not there. No, he wasn't there. Right, right, right. You've obviously interacted at length with uh, Mr. Hakim, uh, as you said, Mr. Rahim's son. And uh, you've written this book that is Stories on Indian Football, which talks at length about the 1962 Games, the 1960 Olympics, the highlights of India as a football country. Now, what are your first impressions of Boloram as a player from the from the people that you've spoken while you're doing your work for the book? Ah. Uh. Everybody says he was a complete footballer. Right. Everybody. Okay. Everybody said he was a complete footballer. But uh, basic thing that who was better, uh, whether whether Chunida was better or Balaramda was better. Mm. That mm. is one comparison a lot of people made. And a okay. lot of people uh, said that uh, since Chunida played for a certain club, it always right. held an advantage. And that is one of the reasons Chunida was close to Motor. Mm. He was the darling of little important officials across mm. the country and or whatever, whatever. Mm. But uh, but Balaramda was a complete footballer. But because uh, I think who said it? One of the players told me even on a very bad day when the ground is very bad and when the when the when the defense is very strong, mm. Balaramda will find some way to get to score a goal or to get his team team win. Right. Perhaps which I have gathered after talking to people, he didn't have the dazzling presence of Chuni Goswami. Okay. Chuni Goswami was a dazzling presence. He's inside, he's outside dodge, he's dribbling, he's everything. He was like a, what do I say? There are a lot of good actors, but there are some great heroes also. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was you a cannot, hero. You okay. cannot, he was a hero. Right. See, you don't ask people whether Gregory Peck was a great actor or not. Mm-hmm. He was a great hero. Mm-hmm. Mm. Isn't it? So, Chunida right. was a great hero. Yeah. Of course, he had every right to be a great player. He was a great player also. But Balaramda was, was a complete footballer. But also, you have to understand one thing. Balaramda's career was very short. Right. In right, Calcutta. Right, right. That is one of the... Hmm. Right. 
Boganda has a lot of grievance on that. Boganda mm-hmm. always used to say that, what I didn't have, you tell me. He told me once. Uh, he said a lot of other things which I don't want to say here. But he had genuine grievance that he's not uh, met to sit at the same level uh, with Chuni Goswami. People don't club them together. Right. He told you that? Right. He told me that. He told ah, me that. Okay. So Balramda's career was short. Right. Shorter than uh, Chunida or Pradipda. And Chunida was the captain. That right. makes a huge difference. Huge right. difference that makes it. So that could be one of the reasons Balramda slowly moved away from the Maidan. I don't know, really. But I think he he held genuine grievance against East Bengal Club and um, AFF for right or wrong reasons. I'm not. I can't judge here. Right, right, right. You know, also his contribution to the 1962 Asian Games and few players come to Kolkata having already made a name for themselves. Uh, Balram was one because he'd already played the Olympics before he'd come to East Bengal. And... In that sense, how difficult was it at that point in time for a player who was not in Kolkata to get noticed and make it to the Olympic team? So it was a level playing field at that point of time. Just because you were from Calcutta, you will get into the team. No. That was not because, the case. Because, no, no, certainly not. Because Mysore and uh, Hyderabad, as they were known in the Santosh Trophy, right. they were mighty teams. Mighty right. teams. And also, Rahim Saab was the coach. He was mm. from Hyderabad. Right. So, he will never deny a, a genuine boy from Hyderabad. Right. I don't think so. Right. Why should he? Right. No good coach will do it. Uh-huh. Right. So, he's played two Olympics and two Asian Games. Now, obviously, the 1962 Games is the one we talk about all the time because India won gold, uh, beating South Korea in the final. There was the It was possibly the highlight of the Chuni Pique Balaram triumvirate. But do you think that the 1960 Olympics was better for him in terms of being a player? See, since I have not watched it, so right. I, what I can tell you from what people have told me, Hakinsa, of course, was a member of the 1960 team. He right. always told me because, say, 60 was the India's best thing, best performance because the teams were stronger, much stronger. Because you played and Hungary, then, Peru, yes, okay. Peru, France, all France, three yes. very strong, strong teams. Isn't okay. it? Right. That is the right. reason. Okay, okay. But 1962 also, India started off on the wrong foot and then in, in completely hostile situation with uh, uh, the, the Asian Games, the complete anti-India sentiments coursing through Jakarta. To be able to do well in that and to be able to perform, I mean, Balaram, I think, scored against uh, Thailand and in the semi-final against Japan and he was involved in the goal that uh, P.K. Banerjee scored in the final. So, to be able to do that as a team also, I mean, was he also... A perfect team man, a player who would fit in. Because I have read that he would he would play outside left to accommodate Chuni Goswami because Chuni Goswami preferred playing inside left. But for his club, he would play as an inside left as well. So, was he also a perfect team man? That kind of helped? See, I think from 1956 to 1964, the team which played for India, mainly that, that was right. raised, that journey started from 1956 Melbourne Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, slowly changes came in the team, uh, whatever. So, that was a very genuine team and they jailed with each other for a long time. So, that okay. is one of the reasons. He was right. a team man. A lot of right. other boys was also a good good team, team man. Right. Right. Team man. Uh, and yeah. another reason, I think uh, there are only two players in the team who could play in a lot of positions. One is Yusuf Khan, one is Balaram. Right. So, uh, Rahim Sab kept on shifting them from one position to the other. That could be one of the reasons, I think. Jaydeep, we are coming to the end of the discussion. We could talk about uh, Tulsidas Balaram for, for a lot longer, I know. But, you know, if you had to remember him as a person, because uh, we haven't seen him as a player... 
what would your remembrance of uh, Tulsidas Balaram be? As a person, I will remember him very nice person. That's all. He was a very nice person. Yeah, was, okay. Uh, I won't say he was very educated or his grasp over modern day football was great. Mm-hmm. Anything. And he was not a great storyteller also. Okay. Uh, there are certain players who are great storytellers. Right. But Balaramda right. was a good storyteller, but not like some of the other players like Franco. Those who have interacted with him, unfortunately, not many people before right. he used to live in Goa, Goa right. and Kolaba Beach. He right. was a fantastic storyteller. He could, could match P.K. Banerjee. Okay. So okay. I would like to remember Balram as a person who is a very, very nice person. And as a footballer, people will always remember him as somebody who won the gold medal for India. Absolutely. In 1962. Uh, but also, one people should remember in 1961, when East Bengal won the Calcutta League, that was the first East Bengal fully booted team which won the Calcutta Football League. Okay. And he was the star of the show, the team. team. Before right. that, seven or eight years, East Bengal did not win the league. Last time East Bengal won the league before that, it was barefooted football. Okay. So, 61 was the first year of East Bengal when they, when they won with a fully booted side. And Balaram was the star of the team. Okay. Well, that's a nice note to end. Jadeep, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much, Diman. Thank you so much. That was it for this episode. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on our Twitter handles at Vivek9301 and at DemanHT. If you're a true football fan, you cannot not subscribe to Kickoff, our weekly newsletter on the world game which hits inboxes every Friday. For more updates on this podcast, Follow HT Smartcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn. And to listen to more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.